So hi, one of the guys podcast with Palm Tree Square. We're gonna ask him some questions today. I'm gonna start. So what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? Okay, so <laughs> they know this story. Uh well, um so what inspired the band was uh I would at the time, uh just a few months prior, I was in a uh progressive rock band called Shadow Wall. Uh, we never made a record or anything, but we played for like three years and, um, and we played all over Florida for the most part, uh, just some high school buddies. But eventually after three years, I was like, actually, I kind of want to do my own thing. I've got some ideas. And so I sort of started writing these songs, like all the songs that were on, uh, our first EP, self-titled EP. And I was like, I need a, I need a band for this. I can't just do this myself. So, um, each of the band members besides Elliot, Elliot, we hired later on, um, Ash and Tommy were, uh, buddies of mine who I've known from our hometown in Daytona beach. So they, they were both in, in bands prior to this too. So it's kind of like a super group almost from the Daytona area. Um, it's funny cause Tommy had never played bass before of the band. Um, but I wanted Tommy desperately for my band because he's incredible. <laughs> so I'm like, what's the possibility that you could learn the bass to play in my, my emo band. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> that. I remember it was that. like, it was like right after one of his shows in, in uh, shadow wall. Like I used yeah. to be a huge fan of the Daytona scene and I would just come out to all the shows and Steven just comes up to me and he's like, uh, so I got this little side project. Um, I know you don't play bass, but would you like to learn bass and join my band? And I was like, yeah, I'd like to join your band. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how it went. That's that's a, a, a very good summary of it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. so uh, we're, we're a band of, of buddies. And it's it's been a, a super blessing because of that. Um, Elliot's really the only stranger that... that um, we had at first we held auditions after uh we parted ways with our old guitar uh, rhythm guitarist and um he was incredible we had him over for a practice that we did not uh really a, a rehearsal a audition that we didn't really put together very well rehearsal yeah yeah <laughs> we kind of <laughs> just jammed for 45 minutes and then i took each of the band members aside i was like you guys want elliot i want elliot <laughs> yeah yeah we were all at my house in my garage and you were like come here group meeting and we all gather in my kitchen while elliot's still sitting in the garage by himself and he's like so what do you think and i'm like <laughs> yeah, the hot garage. Garage. He's like, you think he's pretty good yeah, I think it's pretty good. Let's take him. But yeah, so <laughs> that, that's the very <laughs> that's the very brief <laughs> history of the band um, uh, up until now, the present day. And so the band name—it's funny because I originally envisioned uh, PTS to be a solo acoustic project, and um, because it was something that I was very into Dashboard Confessional at the time, and the whole singer-songwriter type deal was really appealing to me. Uh, but the songs I was writing kind of didn't, it, it felt more alive in a full band setting the more I composed them. So originally the band name was uh, Palm Trees Evergreens, Palm Trees, Evergreens, something very indie-centric and very 
uh, outdoorsy, you know. Um, but I don't know. There was something about it that, like, once I got into the full band setting, it seemed a little too, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the word is for it, but it didn't really fit the vibe, I guess. And so, um, I don't know if you guys watch Let's Plays at all. What? <laughs> I think a palm tree evergreen sounds like a very, like, you know, very soft acoustic indie person solo. Just yeah, like yeah. Playing his acoustic guitar, whisper singing to you. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was good before uh, Glory joined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys watch uh, Let's Plays at all, but I was watching a Sonic Let's Play, and there is a location in the game called Palm Tree Square, and I heard the commentator say it. I'm like, immediately like bells went off in my head. I was like, that's really catchy. That's really like kind of like what I was going before before, but catchier than the, the previous name. And it, it seemed like, you know, something that people could abbreviate to BTS, something that's like catchy can like it's it's rolls off the tongue well, memorable in a way. And so I, it just kind of stuck. And so that's when I uh, when I hired everybody, I pitched the name to them saying Palm Tree Square, the indie emo math rock band. And everybody was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> no one contested like, me on it, so it was a good enough name, I think. Yeah. Right, guys? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm on board. I, I, I have to say, most of my friends were like, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no. That's <laughs> Ouch. Oh, no. I mean, it's a name. It's not offensive. <laughs> it works. It fits the brand now, yeah. so yeah, yeah. we're gonna run with the name. I don't think it's gonna Can't change complain. anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't I think we're a little too far ahead to to rebrand, but I'm crazy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know, Stephen. I, I was thinking about it, and maybe we could be a palm tree circle. Yo, that's Whoa. a crazy rebranding. Watch out there, circle merch. I'm circle t-shirts circle Glory. listen i've got all the ideas here yeah hire me to do your merch design circle everything <laughs> never heard of circle hoodies no you haven't now you have oh my oh. gosh that's an excellent idea thank you i know <laughs> came up right, myself. Meet in my kitchen and talk this over again Guys, okay. all right, am i in the band me. yet band meeting tell me i'm in the band take the camera <laughs> Oh my god, now's there's time for a band meeting. Can you guys come back? Guys, guys, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we might be too far along. Okay, deal. Great. Alright. So. Alright, we thought about it. We debated about it. Palm Tree Circle is stupid. Palm Tree Square forever. I was so close. I'm going to go pitch like it to that. the next we band. I like the idea. Well, we can have a band with that name, though. No, oh, I'm gonna go. Pitch, I'm gonna go pitch the circle idea to every single band we talk to until someone no. takes it. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! I think with popular enough demand and like a very strong petitions.org uh, petition, I think we can do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll start that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> two million signatures. Let's go. I'll really it too. Well, I mean, we only have 2 million followers on Twitter, so I think that would be no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, two, 2 million and one, one likes and subscribes. Yeah. And we'll change it. Oh my god. Oh, you can't. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's a brief brief oral history of of uh, BTS and also our name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, Thank you. So, congrats on your newest release, Goodwill in Conversation with Friends. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Wow. Um, the, I, I'll start with Tommy. Well, how do you feel the, 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 the response has been to our... Oh, I, I think it's fantastic. Everyone I've talked to is like, it's so good! <laughs> I don't know if it's like, it's like, because they're my friends, and they're like, mm, it's so good! So, like... <laughs> But I think it's good. I really like mm-hmm. it. I think it's a, a a step up from what we had before. I feel like everything in it is a little bit more lively, brought up, and highlighted. I really like the direction we're going with our music. Yeah, I, I agree. Ash, on to you. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'd say the same. A lot of the response that we've been getting from the new signal that I've been hearing is it's really good. People like it. It's a lot more lively. One thing, Stephen, I did want to mention to you and would love to mention to everyone is everyone keeps telling me how much better your vocals sound on this because I know you behind doors, of course, you, you've just been doing a lot of like vocal work and it's showing. It really is. I can hear it. I think it sounds phenomenal. Um, and with the song that we have legitimately, every single time I hear it, I cry. (laughs) Every single time I ball hysterically. It is such a good song. (laughs) It is genuinely a work of art that I'm proud of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I gotta say though, too, like I, I showed it to Brandon and Brandon was even like, that's a pretty good song. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's a tough man to please, so... Yeah, Brandon is a tough man to please. <laughs> Brandon, if you're watching this, I that's just how I feel about you. I don't... I, I think you're great. I, I gotta say, like, he's critiqued a lot of our songs. We love you, Brandon. And, <laughs> and this is the first time he's he's listened to the song, and he, he was critiquing it at first, and then I played it again for him, and he's like, you know, actually, I can't see anything like that's wrong with it. It sounds genuinely good. I'm like, thanks. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, thank you, and thank you, Brandon. Tell <laughs> uh, that for me later. But uh, yeah, I, you know, that's that's so sweet of you to say, Ash, because because um, I have been working super. I, I was working super hard on my vocals prior to that take because I really wanted to accentuate uh, the feeling of that song because it was something I wrote. I think I mentioned it to someone else, but it was the rare occasion that I wrote something in one day. And, um, like this, I didn't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it was, it was, <laughs> it was during a kind of like a, kind of like a turning point, uh, in my life, uh, something major happened and, uh, I had to, I really just felt like something needed to be expressed in a way that I could, you know, where I was in control of how I expressed it. So, I was at school one day and I just sort of was like, damn, I am really feeling it today. So I, I got on my, on my phone where I write all my stuff and I um, just sort of started with one line, the first very first line in the song. And it all sort of just poured out and about four or five hours later and picking up my guitar when I got home, uh, it was basically done. And um, yeah. And what you, what you hear is at least the guitars are the final like the final composition of that one, I think it was maybe one, two days tops. And 
we had played it live for a year and a half before we, I mean, maybe not a year and a half, more like a year, a year. before we, yeah. about a year, a year. yeah, um, before we finally, like, got a recorded final version of it. It was something that we had filled a gap in our set list with, um, and it was it was crazy the reception to that song because we had played basically the same set for about a year prior to that, um, and uh, which people loved, but uh, the reception to this this people hearing it for the first time live was very strong, and uh, they really enjoyed it. It was originally a. Um, a solo piece where kind of Tommy Elliot Ash would take a break and I would play it by myself. And uh, the response to that was great. But once we finally got the full band, like we hadn't, hadn't told anybody that we made a full band version of it. So when people who had been seeing us a few times saw the full band version of it, uh, they were just like, Oh my God. Whoa. And so it, I, I feel like people, a lot of people really like the new song and what, what Tommy was saying was um, how, uh, what was it he said? It was like, um, like <laughs> about how a lot more lively and yeah. highlighted. Yeah, I tried to really lay into that and not make it overly complicated because a lot of the songs that we had written in the past were very math centric and like dealt with a lot of time signatures and not so linear uh song structures but this one i felt uh really strived off of being straightforward and honest and and um and uh passionate in the way that the instruments are played and not how they're written necessarily and um and uh i think the response to that has been really positive uh some people were like oh this is a little this is different but uh a lot of people seem to take a very strong uh empathetic sort of connectivity to it and it's it's really um it's really something and this is the first song that tommy had ever recorded vocals on <laughs> or had that's released yeah it's the first yeah. song on any of our stuff that i recorded anything on so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah true. <laughs> i'm not even part of the first <laughs> well it's exciting to be honest I, I did record pretty much everything before I even like hired anybody to the band. Yeah, and and uh, and I don't know. I, I didn't really find like a spot for you on the on the EP. Um, I even did all the drums. Like this, is the first time Ash has like composed drums for a song that's been released for the band as well. I mean, you, we we collaborated on the first EP, but it was mostly um, me just. It was mostly already written, and you yeah. were just like, "Hey, I want you to look over this and make some changes you think that would fit." And I was like, "Can do." So right, yeah, yeah. And then but, whatever was final, I just learned and I played live. Yeah, and um, but you know, this this uh, song is like the first time that I've had them in the studio, like bringing their their talents on recordings, and I think. Ash's drums like really brought the song to life and and it really adds this energy and emotional power to each every hit is just nuts on that song after after what he did and um with Tommy um like 
uh, I didn't really like, we didn't really have a plan for like what he was going to record for that song, but um, I had recorded the last part of the song uh, by myself. And I was like, God, I don't even know. I don't know what's this, what, what this is missing. And then Tommy was like, I have an idea. And so, <laughs> so, Hold on, and so <laughs> after, after he sang um, over my parts with me and, and I got a, the, a mix file back, like our, our recording engineer was like, you're, you're going to love to hear this. And so Tommy's voice just like booms on the track. And it's just, it like washed over me in the sense of like really content, like, like, like happiness. It was like coming alive. And it, it, and it eventually ended up being um, what it is now. And I think that's, it's something that's very special to us, this song, because of that. Um, anyway, that was a very long explanation. Of that was very long. You answered like most of our questions in that. Yeah, honestly. So, Claire, we're like, okay, so what questions do we ask after this? So I have one. Can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this? Because you kind of dove into it a little bit there. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, really, I guess to elaborate on it, um, I'm, I'm the prom- primary songwriter of the band. Um, I do take suggestions from my bandmates when I show them new things, like at practice, um, when we used to have practices six oh, months yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was bad, man. Yeah, so let a little side note. This is the first time we're talking to each other with our voices in six months. Holy so, shit. Oh, wow. This is very, I see Ash that. like every week now. Oh, okay. yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do, but. Yeah. I live 50 miles away from them, so I don't get to see oh. them. Um, but anyway, um, the writing process. Yeah, so. Um, my writing process for this release is kind of how I usually it's although I did it really quickly, I I uh it is similar to my other writing processes in the past with my other songs. It's um really it kind of is produced in pieces where I kind of have sometimes I have the lyrics to the song before I even know what it sounds like, or vice versa. I write the material like the 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 composition before I have the lyrics. And uh, this was the case where I had just, like I uh, said before, like I, I poured out all the lyrics in basically one go. I did some uh, touching up later on and changing some things around, but I'd say like 95% of what the lyrics are is what they are on the first draft. Um, and because of that, it really provided this really raw kind of experience for me. And um, uh, earlier on that week, I was noodling around with like some chord progressions and some some melodies on the guitar and and trying trying new things um, different to our first release. And so I eventually found this sort of uh, simplistic, but like slow and meditative kind of uh, chord progression melody uh, with an accompanying uh, lead guitar to it that I thought would really fit what I what I had written uh, very nicely. So I spent maybe a week practicing how the uh, 
where the vocal melodies go and what parts have what. And I tried to go for this sort of semi-linear uh, song structure where really it like where it kind of builds and builds and, and brews over, over four minutes and um, eventually leads to this explosion of, of kind of a catharsis, I guess, because it's supposed, it's meant to tell a story in one, one song um, in a way of a decline and then a, a sudden um, kind of uh, uplifting event, I guess, to that sort of powers through uh, what I was suffering through earlier in the earlier in the song, um, because even though I hadn't really overcome what I was going going through, uh, writing it kind of provided that uh, kind of solace and sort of push to help me get through it quicker. And um, of course, bringing it to the live setting and bringing it to the bandmates uh, helps kind of create this empathetic kind of bubble around me as I perform it. Uh, that allows me to uh, express that and find a find a comfort in it. So that's that was basically how the process goes: kind of write it, show it to the guys, and then play it live and see if it sticks. Yeah. So I want you to imagine that there's a new listener checking out this podcast, checking out you guys. They've never listened to your stuff before, and they're like, okay, what does their stuff sound like? I want you to describe your music in three words. Tommy, you want to try? Oh, Ash, you have it? Yeah, go, Ash. (laughs) Crying in calculus. (laughs) (laughs) That's very accurate. I was. That's it. (laughs) Crying in calculus. That's this is beautiful. something that Ash has has. has I've been saying that before. literally since since <laughs> since, we, since we, you picked me up at Applebee's at two a.m. telling me, "Hey, I want to be in the band." I'm like, I already have an idea for what this is going to be. Crying <laughs> in calculus, math rock or emo. I got some twinkly bits. Crying <laughs> in calculus. Perfect. <laughs> Oh my god! I should have known. That's the way I describe it. I should have known right when she asked yeah. that that Ash had an idea. He was going to bring this up. Yeah. in calculus. I mean, I, I would have said more like, uh, you know, struggle, relief, and community, because that's like one of the the biggest things with our band. That whenever we play live, like the audience that are uh, they're watching us, a lot of the times their feedback is like. I really love your music because it's really like um, uniting to each other. Like it's an emotion that everyone can feel and everyone can see the emotion that we're projecting and be along with us on the same page. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, I feel exactly the same way as Tommy, you know, um, community is a huge part of it. So that's definitely one of the words I would use, you know, the community that we've, grown to be a part of you know is is like nothing we've ever had before and you know that that sort of binding force is really what we what you know allowed us to do what we do for the last two and a half years and um uh i would say honesty is another one because um it it really we try to be you know open about about these things you know we've we've 
given speeches at our shows about things in our lives and made so many friends through, you know, these shows and, and through this, that we, that we find can, we can have our trust in and, and speak about, you know, our daily lives, you know, friends that we sometimes talk to every day or, or, or very often and having that honesty really is an attractive thing, you know, uh, for members of our scene being, um, you know, speaking plainly, uh, being very upfront about how you feel. It's, it's wonderful. And, um, uh, you know, I'm kind of blanking on a third yeah. word. I mean, like, I, I, I Man, was going guys... to add it, it. It's like, um, even like some of my friends who come to the shows, they even like cry during our shows because they really yeah. feel the emotion that we're putting off, you know? And coming from the standpoint of being in this band and I was in another band at the same time we were playing too, it was like completely different like moods for each band. I was in like a indie surf rock band and they literally just made music to make music. And yeah, it was fun. You know, people jammed and they danced and stuff and everyone would go crazy and wild, but it's not the same feeling as I have in Palm Tree Square. In Palm Tree Square, like you, you're in the room and you feel like you're connected with everybody. Yeah, you're, you're in the room and like you're having an experience with everyone else, but everyone else is also having that same feeling at the same time mm -hmm. so it's a really like you guys said earlier it's like a really uniting type of thing and like tommy said too like i'll be back behind drums just playing and i'll look in the crowd and scan back and forth and just see people there's at least one person at every show that i see usually it's a different person crying there's usually at least one at least one i never Me noticed that <laughs> Well, yeah, you all have lights in your face most of the time. <laughs> oh, that's true. They, they do like to shine light in the tall guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the crowd mo most of the time. Not always. Depends on the venue. But uh, most of the time I can see the crowd. Oh, so I guess a third word uh, would be, uh, at least for me, uh, nostalgia. Because I think um, there's a lot of sensitivity in uh, like a lot of... Um, introspection that comes with our type of music and i feel like you know feelings that are portrayed in these um in these songs that we that we make um a, a lot of those feelings are they sometimes last a while but they are temporary in one way or another and the, you know the hardships that we write you know that i write about and that we express in our songs um I feel like at least when I listen back to our old, um, our old music, it kind of gives me this nostalgic feeling because um, it's like it's not like I'm remembering times where I felt these different ways, but really the community that surrounded me as I would express them on the stage. You know, it, it would be it would give me this feeling of you know, hominess and and being uh, part of something that you know. You know, PTS isn't going to last forever. It's going to be a memory to us eventually, but it'll be a big part of our lives that, you know, I think we'll never forget and are immortalized in these different ways. You know, everybody that buys a, a, a tape or a shirt, you know, it's a way of preserving our legacy if 
you know, if one or two people remember us 20 years from now, at least they have something that from that time, you know, like we, we just saw on Twitter today that someone bought one of our uh, knife punch records, like exclusive uh, splatter tapes. And it, they said it was the first tape they had ever bought. Like, oh, so like, cool. <laughs> like, how, like how special is that? Like I, I, I was like my heart, like, literally just like exploded into like confetti when I read that. <laughs> and, and like, you know, it's, it's like, who can say that like they had bought, like that they bought their band's cassette as their first ever see like cassette purchase. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Like, like what are the odds of that? And, and I think that really plays into like that, the nostalgia factor because it, you know, I feel like at some point, um, like I'll look at our old stuff and be like, wow, that was really something. Uh, I wish it could last forever, but it's going to last forever in one way or another, even if we're not playing together anymore. This isn't like a prelude to us saying like we're, like we're breaking <laughs> up. <Okay. soon>. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Steven, it sounds like you're going to start making some people nervous. <laughs> As, you know what, guys? It's been good. It's done. You know, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, it's it's more so, you know, it, it is something that I think about a lot is like, you know, who who knows how long we get to experience this wonderful thing because whenever we're on stage together, it feels like a lifetime that we've been doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's it's feels like we've been doing this for years. And it's like something I don't want to give up. Um uh but but I, I feel like eventually uh, nostalgia is a thing that, you know, people who really enjoyed uh, seeing us and like, and still enjoy like keeping and following up with us and, and listening to our music. Like, I feel like that's going to be a big, you know, a big thing for, you know, how we remember our time together. Mm -hmm. But Very wholesome. I love thank you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, it's been a long time since I've seen these guys, so I'm very, very happy. <laughs> so, are there any new projects in the works? Is the single leading up to something bigger? Well, um, it's I, I it, it feels like a crime saying it's too early to say, but um, we have been working on something for the past year, basically. Mm -hmm. um, a very much larger project that this is one facet in. I would say one of 12 facets, I would say. It's a project we are working on. Um, it's, it's coming in due time. If you know, you know. If you don't, you can probably figure out what it is. <laughs> um, read the context but, please. yeah um and covid hit and like it's really put a dampener on everything mm -hmm. so this project um it, it's it's just taking a bit longer than it realistically i want it to but i understand there's a bunch of factors that are varying into this mostly related to uh covid19 yeah, so for sure yeah, yeah that, that's definitely true is every everything that we record is over in Daytona Beach, basically. So it's I, I live in Orlando and that's 50 miles away. So it's it's kind of a tough deal. But we, we have been working on it. It's funny because we were 
little insider scoop. We were basically almost done with it. And then the pandemic hit. So yeah. we were yeah. like yeah. two weeks, four weeks, yeah. something yeah. like that. We, it's it's so it. tantalizingly close to being done, but um, it is going to be our our like biggest and like kind of I would say like the most ambitious thing we've worked on, and it's uh, basically dub- doubles in time what the EP is. It's twice as long, and um, it's the most like. I would say it's the, my most honest piece of, of writing I've ever done in my life. And uh, it really digs deep in a lot of different things. It's about all sorts of experiences and people. And it's it's something that we really want to finish. And we're yeah. actively trying to figure out how we can yeah. finish it. Yeah, that's um, like that's like the biggest thing right now. We're just like bouncing back and forth on like what can we do to make this progress and right now it's just difficult with the distance and timing of everything it's yeah. very difficult with steven living in orlando i work full-time i know tommy's working full-time now i'm also doing college online so it's <laughs> like i'm occupied if i'm not sleeping i'm either doing homework or i'm at work and that's pretty much it um mm-hmm. Maybe occasionally I'm playing video games to get like an hour in or something. And then Elliot goes to college full time. And I know he's absolutely slammed. Oh, um, yeah. The college he attends, mm-hmm. I won't say anything for personal reasons. Um, but the college he attends, I know is incredibly difficult because um, I've been there myself. And it is a lot of time that he has to spend doing just homework alone. It's It's quite mm-hmm. literally a full time and a part time job at the same time for what he does. It's it's hard. It's rough. I've actually been in his shoes and it's not easy. <laughs> yeah, you have to be really devoted to that if you if you want to get through it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I worked part-time and went to that school and well, let's just say I withdrew before they failed me out. <laughs> yeah. <Let's> say that. <laughs> I withdrew before they they kicked me out. It happens. <laughs> yeah, and and in addition to that, I'm also I work uh, part time and also am, am finishing off a college degree. So, right. uh, yeah, between our schedules and and just trying to coordinate, and our engineer is a nurse overnight. So, like, yeah, that's, that's even harder because yeah. <laughs> he's asleep people, during the day. All the people we record with have have other stuff going on, so it's it's tough. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, as far as next projects go. Um, we want to finish it. It is, it is twice as long as our first release and this will be the first single off of it. And it's, it's very exciting. So exciting. It sounds sounds very awesome. (laughs) Thank you. I hope it is. (laughs) Well, if it goes the way that our, our single has been and been getting as positive a response as our single has, I mean, it's going to be great. That's yeah. just the way it's going to come out. It's I hope so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I almost yeah. didn't know how to phrase that. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's late. It's late. It's getting late in the day, brother. Yeah. I get it. Um, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
the all right mm-hmm. five-year plan guys what do you think <laughs> uh, we'll just switch it up i'll uh play guitar you play bass <laughs> Ash can play the jaw harp Elliot oh yeah <laughs> i want to play jaw harp you want to play the jaw harp jaw no. harp's fun no oh god here he goes what is <laughs> jaw harp Oh god, there he goes. I'm always afraid you're gonna like break break the little metal arm off and shoot down your throat. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to chip a two. Why, Why would that happen? Him? Why would that happen? I don't know. You got it at a dollar store. No, this one's better. It was like twelve dollars. <laughs> okay. Fine. You got it at the twelve dollar store. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, it's, it's five years. <laughs> As, as you were saying, Ash. Um, <laughs> my personal thoughts, five years from now, um, hopefully still playing. Um, times right now are very uncertain, just simply because of the pandemic that's going on. Everywhere that we want to play, can play, and used to play um, is closed. Yeah, Indefinitely, basically. Yeah, and not mm-hmm. to mention, like, everything is you know, we have the save our stages thing going on right now because these venues have no support. They have no income. Yeah. They have no income to keep the business going. So you have no money, you have no business. That's right. it. It's, um, it's... And venues venues are a business, unless we yeah. want to go play in the middle of the woods. We which... have done that before. <laughs> <laughs> which I will play <laughs> <having gone before. laughs> three times? Three I've times. heard of guys in the middle of the woods. Three. Three times? Oh. <laughs> Sounds there like a way to get murdered you, you, by Tommy you over count? there. <laughs> was... Do you count bat ranches in the middle of the woods? Yeah, that had a venue. They they, they literally built okay. the venue for, for it was Rugstop. a barn! <laughs> okay, twice. <laughs> twice. That's true, it was a barn. But... Lake, yeah, Lake Rec was on a barn, but it was located in the middle of nowhere. Like, it was just a bunch of forest everywhere, and a dirt road that took you out of the, out of the, the venue. That's... That was it. <laughs> That's it was true. literally on a farm. Like Quite it. literally, it was on a farm. It was super okay. cool, though. It was but, uh, a great, great show. I loved it. It was so cool. Wait, so rides, you know. Wait, so that's where you guys see the band in the next five years? Sorry, we all got thrown off. It's okay. We got thrown off. But, um, no, uh, for me, um, I would say I would hope to have, uh, with, the, with the band out, um, for the next five years, um, I would say that I foresee us having two more albums out by that point. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> well, depending on how, how quickly we can get it out, but it's, it's just one of those things where like, I constantly have ideas and they all seem like PTS ideas. So I, I feel like <laughs> I have enough material for, for a couple more albums uh, right now and uh, some other weird concept ideas that I have in my brain. So hopefully we'll have that out too. <laughs> I haven't told you guys about those my weird concept that. ideas in my brain. We'll just, we'll just make a meme album just as a one-off. <laughs> yeah. oh my times. Yo, 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 can we have a cover album? With yo, Never Enough by I One Direction on it? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's not a bad idea. A cover that's what I'm saying. Cover album, only ween. Only ween. <laughs> I would love to do ween. Tommy, you don't even know how how cool it would be to, to do ween covers. For a I whole would love album. to do ween covers. 
<laughs> but yeah, so as as far as where the band, you know, where it would go, uh, I would love to have a couple more albums out, you know, to cover all these ideas that I have and that we have. And I would love to, yeah, hopefully if public health isn't a good place, I would love to go on our first tour. That would be so wicked, so cool. Um, if this new job comes through, I get three weeks paid vacation right off the bat, so I'm definitely willing to go on tour. There it is. There it is. willing to go on tour. In addition to that, like, I don't know. I would love to just – I really wouldn't change anything that we're doing other than, like, playing to playing more shows, more, you know, connecting with more people, meeting more bands – and keep using, keep making music like we've been doing, and and finding new ways to express ourselves and to connect with people. That's what I would love to do over the next five years, for sure. And um, and uh, I don't know. That's just something that I think I think we would agree with, right? <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with Stephen. I five years from now, I'd like to have a couple more albums out. Oh yeah. Um, definitely have a tour under my belt at some point even if it's not like a month or like a quarter of the year like even if it's just a week where we all pack into a van with a trailer and just go and play shows just and also press vinyl i have that is something i want to do I one definitely want to play for for the five years though. You have to let me put the jaw harp on one of the albums. So we're gonna have tours, <laughs> vinyls, and jar harp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn. Are we gonna Your press turn. the album that's got the, the harp on it? That, that's I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta bust out the ocarina now if we're we'll gonna find, get a we'll find a we'll find a place for it. All right. Maybe oh, the last note on the last song of that. Yeah. Oh my just god. Like, we'll, we'll like really distort song. it so you can't, you don't so you even can, know what it is. Yeah, it's just tell. really ominous. Exactly. <laughs> oh god, that'd be horrible. Okay. So, I have the honor of asking the last question, and every single person we have spoken to have said it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Blue. <laughs> Did I, Man. Is that controversial? The way you're speaking no. up. I heard someone say blue. I which one? That was that blue? was that was me. Okay, I turned away. I was like, you know, you blue? know, I was I was a, a red guy for a long time, but I gotta say my my favorite color now is green. Uh, huh. My favorite color is red. If the big red wall behind me wasn't a dead giveaway, um. Color red represents love and it represents passion. That's why I like it. Very insightful. I like that. <laughs> All right. And but but yeah, uh, blue is mine. I, I blue um, blue <laughs> cable. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Blue. Um, but yeah, blue's been my favorite color since I was a kid. I got blue eyes. Um, always wanted a blue guitar. I don't know. Blue blue's pretty neat in my book. That is a very important question. I do, I do like that question. We we thought very hard about that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as I said, that's all the questions Wait, we have did today. Tom, did Tommy say his here? Yeah, it was green. It was green. Yeah. I didn't hear. Green. I heard blue. Oh, pay attention, Glory. 
Before I was rudely interrupted by Glory, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh man, that's that's wonderful. I I I really appreciate being here. By the way, this has been such a this is our first ever podcast. This is this has been this has been such a cool thing. I mean. I think I've one, done one other interview in the past, and uh, that was for like I think a review show. Um, yeah, it was a live stream but, on Twitch. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's right. I remember. And, yeah, um, it's through uh, Knife Punch Records. Yeah, too much, oh, yeah, too much yeah. pressure Shout for me. Punch. Shout out Knife Punch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I this is this has been such a cool experience, and you folks are wonderful, and uh, it's been wonderful to talk to you guys. Do you have anything else for us? Nah, just if you want to plug anything. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, shameless, shameless, shameless plug. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Time. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're Instagram and Facebook, we are Palm Tree Square. Yes, we're on we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're on. I think we're on Last FM. We're on all oh. streaming services. Uh, stream our new single, Goodwill and Conversations with Friends. Uh, go to saveourstages.com. Sign that fucking petition. Uh, oh. Save our save our stages. Uh, hashtag save our stages. Um, and uh, be be nice to everybody, y'all. Don't don't be stupid. Yes. <laughs> be a genuinely good person. If you wouldn't say it to your grandma. Don't say it to another person. Oh, also, I want to plug my buddy real quick. Um, this is backwards on, <laughs> on the stream, but this is, uh, this is my buddy, uh, Nick Ignafo, who he has credits on our, on all of our music as the recording engineer, but he also makes his own music and we love right. him very much. We've known him for so many years and that was the dude I used to be in the band with, uh, Shadowwall and he's wonderful. So stream his music too. Stream Nick's music. <laughs> stream right. Nick's music. Stream Nick's music. So guys, thank you. Uh, was just okay. Thank you for coming on. Uh, this has been Palm Tree Square, and uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>